0: I'm Welcome to the Saint Disruption Podcast, where brilliant musicians, poets, and visionaries come together to share their creative collaborations and explore what it means to be human in these times. Episode 2. Hey, this is DJ Logic. Keep the roots going. Hey, this is Brian Jackson. Keep your connection with the earth and life. Hey, this is Jeff Firewalker. Let's connect.
1: You know, why at this particular time is, is, uh, is it important and useful and perhaps of service to bring poetry and music together again and maybe create some new avenues? Can we talk about that a little bit? I'd like to get y'all's impression of, um, and reflections about what the opportunity is. There's so many young people that have important things to say, and these are different times than, you know, Brian, and when you were working with Gil Scott, Heron, you know, these are different times, but in in many ways, at the same time. I
0: was going to say that. Yeah. I was going to say that. I mean, you know, this year in particular, uh, there was somebody that I was speaking to yesterday that put a word in my mind. I can't get it out. Vortex you know um because there is there is a vortex of of, of spiritual energy that's that's going around right now mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> if you know being sensitive to it uh it's kind of moving us all in back together or, or yeah. together for the first time yeah. um you know in in so many ways uh and of course because it is this time and not the past um Young people must be; they must be involved in it. Mm-hmm. And they're caught up in in that same vortex, and they're feeling it. Yeah. Um. And they're looking for for ways to not only express it, but in ways to, to navigate it. You know, and that's uh, you know, I, I think that's that's where we come in. We're uh, we've been there a couple of times at least, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> around that block a few times. And you know, we, we're here to point the point the way. They need to. They want to use their creativity for, for good. There are those who want to use it for, for financial gain. It's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, but there are others who actually, who actually want to do something, Mm -hmm. um, more, more positive and even more spiritual. So, you know, this, this is why we're coming together. I believe that we couldn't have afforded it if we had tried. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: It's just like Brian said, like a vortex. And, uh, you know, for the youth, you know, for them to, you know, also want to express themselves or what, what's going on with they you know, uh, what they're dealing with, you know, to be able to, you know, talk about what's going on in their surroundings and things like that, you know, just amplifying, you know, their voice. And, you know, it's great to, to see poetry and and music you know just is like a soundtrack it's really good to just see that navigate with all the different things and obstacles that they you know that they have to deal with or see you know
1: you're in a place that's understood kind of globally as a barometer for what's happening in in the world artistically and socially what changes have you seen in the past few years? I mean, are, are there places that you're noticing in young people's minds and hearts that are different than they were even just like three or four years ago? What are you seeing?
2: Oh, uh, well, I'm seeing, seeing a lot of, uh, sadness, you know, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, you know, um, and, uh, and then I'm seeing some uplifting things as well, you know, but, uh, you know, is, it's definitely uh a, things going on that's evolving in a direction that we're all trying to figure out where where it's going but uh my travels you know different places it's, it's a lot of different um attitudes and movement going on you know when i going in to play music you know it's just like a bright it brightens people up you know you know regardless if i'm dj or playing with the band you know gets them out of that headspace mm-hmm. or you know so and i get a chance to talk to certain you know audience members or you know just see the people's energy and a vibe you know that to me you know feels feels good and uh i know that certain places, there's a lot of, you know, different emotions going on and, uh, you know, people, you know, they need to hear music and they need to hear, you know, amplify amplified voice that, you know, that's something that they can relate to, you know, and, uh, you know, and vibe off of as well.
1: One curiosity I have I to direct Excuse this me. question first to you, Brian, as a, as an, as an elder, it's, it's, and you've seen the music industry evolve, and and the way that and, <laughs> That's
3: a or evolve, ball <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: There's certainly no lack of you know no lack of quantity and content out there, and yet it seems as if people may not be met in their their needs for music these days. There's so much music out there, but it doesn't seem,
0: in a lot of ways, to be meeting people. Mm. What's going on, and what do we need to do? Mm. I think I think it's not authentic, you know. I think that that people are really looking for the authenticity, the realness of of the original purpose of of music was was to express uh, not only like emotions but to to convey um, um, lessons, you know, that lessons learned, and, and you know that's brings me back to the. To the idea of the griot, which is something that it was very precious to, to both Gil and me. Um, you know, and I think that, that the problem with, uh, with, with the music business per se is that none of that is, none of that is important to them. You know, mm. I'll give you, I'll give you a great example because it's not, it's not a new problem. It's obviously, it's a problem that's, that's gone on a long time. I was at a, a a record store when Bridges first came out, Gil and I were there to promote the the album. We took a picture with the owner of the of the of the record store, and there was a sign. You know, it was a big poster for Bridges uh, that Arista had you know had put out. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a song in that album called Delta Man, and on that on that song, one of the lines is "Put a little revolution in your life." Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so. This is uh, a store owner sent me this picture. like just a few years ago. He said, "Hey, remember this?" And I, I said, "Yeah, I sure do." Because there was another song on it that had to do with being deaf, dumb, and blind. Mm-hmm. And so there were the three of us: me, Gil, and the record store owner. And one of us covered our eyes, and mm-hmm. one of us covered our ears, and one covered them mouth. Okay, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that. That's cool." Ha ha. And then I looked over at the uh, at the poster that was kind of just barely in view, um, and the poster says. <clears throat> Bridges, Gil Scott Heron, and Brian Jackson. And then the, the tagline was put a little revolution in your life. And underneath that, 1099. Mm. And <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I see your look. That's right. like pretty much the same look I had uh, when I when I when I saw right. the picture. Yeah. And I kind of, well a second, wow. I kind of took a double take and I said, wow, we, we've been had. Mm-hmm. It's like everything genuine in in the music business mm-hmm. is commodified. Right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, this question actually comes up in herbology. Is like, can you commodify it? Can you bottle it? Mm-hmm. And you know, we've mm-hmm. got all this marvelous technology to freeze moments in time. But will electronic media ever provide what the real in person experience does? Will the will the tincture that you get on the Drugstore shelf ever reach the the potency mm. that Grandma gets when she picks it from the yard with love in her hands and healing intent. You know, mm.
0: we have to accept we have to accept it though, because it's uh, for a lot of people it's the it's their only introduction to it. Mm. You know, so just like just like the the, the herbs and you know and the medicine, yeah. you know, we kind of have to also accept uh, the the the. the the things that we have to go through in the in the music business, you know, right, because that's right. the only way that people are going to be able to get it. All right. Right. So
1: I remember being a kid, you know, anticipating the next album coming oh, out right. from, you know, the Stones or Zeppelin or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the experience that there was actually a very special intimacy and in opening and seeing those liner notes. great, So, and, right, so right,
0: yeah, right. it's
2: pretty special. It is special. You know, you know, for me, just opening it up a record, Gil Scott, you know, seeing the Gil Scott record, you know, Gil Scott Heron record, Brian. And, uh, you know, seeing the cover, the artwork, and knowing when that record, your, your record came out, seeing, you know, just, just like you said, just the, the titles of the songs and stuff like that. With the artwork, it was all meaningful. And, you know, and, and who played on the record and stuff like that. Exactly. You know, to exactly. me, that is was special because it all stayed in my, in my head, you know. So when I went and got the next Gil Scott record, I was like, Oh, I know, you know, who these players are, who these, you know, yeah. and so on, so, as well as the Miles Davis records, you know, and, uh, right. and, uh, Sly and James Brown, you know, so they all had different, um, uh, artwork and different messages and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, that was like that was like my enthusiasm, you know, enthusiasm just to go out and get those records and same thing with like a Public Enemy record, you know, and uh, uh, Karis won a Child Code Quest, you know, I was just excited and anxious just to see the artwork as well as who played on it, who produced it, who did what and what and yeah, that was, you know, something special for me, you know. The I comments. It. The comments. The comments. The, the thank yous. The you, thank yous, you know? yeah. like thank you look you, at the thank yous you like, thank yous, oh, yeah. wait a minute, they were
0: involved in it? You know, right, right. and then, you know, always, and, you know, right, and then it's <laughs> yeah. like
2: those certain artists were thinking... Their peers, they yeah. were they, were, they were thinking records that they were inspired by, you yes. know what I'm saying? Same yes. thing with the the hip hop guys, they were thinking Gil Scott and Brian, and you know thinking it, it was like it just kept going on evolving, and that's what you know made it so special for me. Like, oh, let me go check out that right, good good follow, let's get that, you know, add on to the collection, you know. Mm-hmm. So everybody was like, you know, just giving props to the 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 you know the the people that you know that inspired them, you know mm-hmm. what, what I'm let saying? Me ask you something
0: yeah how do we get that back
2: keep bringing the vinyl back keep talking about it keep showing you know the appreciation of where we came from and who you know inspired us you know what i'm saying and and doing like collaborational things like bringing in the the young youth you know and and having them jam with us or you know just coming out coming out and seeing what we do you know what i'm saying and uh in an improvisational way or in a way you know that's something that they can relate to so it sounds
1: like you're hopeful that we can meet the moment
2: oh yeah i know so you know and then and uh the minds are still still young you know they're like like a sponge you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying and the time is you know it's now you know it's 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 here you know and uh you know it's just getting it out there you know in the right way you know yeah
1: with the ingredients and energy that we've got, I think we can meet this particular moment in history in a good way and hold up a hold up a mirror and
0: we made, do some good? We were made for this, man, we were yeah. born for it, you know? We have no choice. Mm-hmm. I feel that, I feel that. So what's y'all's music, musical
1: epitaph, you know, you think about the days after, after you left your body and what do, you want, what do you want that musical epitaph to look like, what would it say?
2: Mm. Uh, mm. you know, just Kind of like what I was just saying, just leaving this story. You know, the story that's evolving. The the you know from the past to the to now. You know, keeping it evolving and keeping the that lineage. You know, is like the root and keeping that. And I think it was, yeah, I was talking earlier how the the technicals of the forest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, Dude, just that. keeping <laughs> keeping the roots all going because every 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 tree and every. Plant and the herbs they all talk to each other and then they all communicate with each other in a way you know they know the right the the right chemistry that's going and this is keeping everything going and, and evolving you know mm. and, and uh you know and they're all feeding off each other you know and yeah that's that's how i see it that's beautiful yeah. that yeah. be man <laughs> <laughs> that to be
1: remembered as an agent of um yeah. the the inherent intelligence of evolution yeah. that's that's not
2: yeah. a, that's yeah. of nature. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you know you know like I'm sorry, I'm taking it off the music, but, you know, like mushrooms, and, you know, it's like, I was just talking, you know, <laughs> having a cacao and a mushroom oh. yesterday. <laughs> that, that right there, I do it. You ground you in a combination yeah. of that, having that before I went on stage and everything. It was like a grounding moment, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> and we started playing and we started improvising. And we just like, we're in a, you know, we're in our movie. We're grounded, but we're in our in our vibe. You know, and then the, the sound check, the same thing. It was just like we didn't. We just talking by just listening to each other. You know what I'm saying? And and passing the ball around. You know, we didn't. We didn't know what the set list was gonna be like. You know, <laughs> just flow. You know, it just went from one thing <laughs> into the next. Oh, you know, so yeah. it was
3: DJ Logic.
0: That's you know that's being caught up in the vortex. <laughs> the vortex, it's also that's right. being, you know it's being caught up in the you know in the in the moment. I think yes. in, in the present. Yes, um, be here now. Uh-huh. you know, and uh, I think that from for my you know for mine. I mean, there were a lot of things that go through my mind, but I think the two that I if 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 I were to have an epitaph, it would have to be one that said something to. About other people instead of about myself. Mm. Right. You know? And so one of the things I would say, I would quote a line from one of our songs, must be something. Keep on moving for what's true. Mm -hmm. You know? And the other, you know, the the other one would just be about how energy is never, is never destroyed. It only passes on, you know, from from one state to to another. So Mm. somebody, please take this energy yeah. you know the and and use it you know use it yeah, for good, good. yes yeah. right that. that's, that's right that's very beautiful
1: i'm super interested in really the the process of collective intelligence mm-hmm. you know and 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 really trusting that when spirit guides the right people to come together that every person um has a leadership role. Every person has a spark of divinity, of creativity that is different than everybody else's spark. So, you know, we've got this pantry and this pantry is full of awesome, truth telling, challenging, beautiful poetry from young poets, from elder poets, doesn't matter. And that pantry is also full of like a huge sonic landscape. I mean, think Mm. about the musicians that are that have come together to work with us. I mean, it's humbling. Yeah, it is. So you got this pantry. What would you do if the if everything, anything were possible? Mm. How could we support you in making your dream episode? Considering that what you got in the pantry to cook with, what would that look like?
2: Wow. First, organizing all my seasonings. <laughs> <laughs> organizing all my seasonings, all my, you know, cause you know, it's was a tasteful buds. you know. you has to flavor it and uh, your palate, you know what I'm saying? So, gotta make sure, you know, everything's, you know, tasteful or flavorful, you know, and, uh, and it's something, you know, that's good when you, you have that, Flavor and that taste in your, in your, mouth. And just like music is so, I was just talking about it earlier. It's just, it's something that, you know, you won't forget. You know, mm-hmm. you just, it's going to stay and resonate. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, you yeah. change that formula. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, maybe you might want to add a little something, a little extra spice to it or something. <laughs> but, you know, you know, you don't want to change that formula, but, you know, but you want to do it in the right way. And, uh, and uh and meaningful, you know, so yeah. You wanna you wanna see the expression, you know, in from the you know, the audience or you know, who you you playing in front of as well as them hearing your your work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah. Right. That's so it.
1: you as an individual artist, as an evolving soul, you know, it's like yeah. what where does where do you source knowing where the right fla- what the right flavor combination mm. is? Yeah.
2: For me, it's an energy, you know. Um, I really have to, you know, sit, sit with it, you know, because we were talking about music and stuff earlier, you know, with the whole guitar and the bass thing and stuff like that. You know, I have to sit and vibe, and sometimes I have to walk away and then come back, you know, mm. and, uh, Or hear, you know, listening to something that's with no beat or no, or no voice, you know. And, uh, you know, I kind of get thoughts like that as well. It's an energy, you know, it's an energy and thought for me, you know.
0: Yeah. It's 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 the ability to. Be still. That's right. That's it. Be Yeah, still. I mean, you have to really like kind of slow yourself down yeah. completely. Yes, yeah. and and open your kind of it's kind of like meditation. It know? is. It's like yeah, you, that's it. You, you you know you you have thoughts. Yeah, you see them, but you got to let them go so you can yeah. let other thoughts. thoughts you know, come. Other, by, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's what I'm uh, saying. Yeah, yeah. Walk
2: away. Come back. Or. You know, That's like, it's good, don't I could listen to do that. Do that. You know, don't, you know, don't over, don't over, you know, don't overdo it too much, but like, yeah, you know, go meditate or just go out, sit in the park for a minute and close your eyes, you know, or, right. and you hear the nature, you hear the sounds and stuff like that, and then come back, you know. Yeah, it's inspiring. Uh, yeah, inspiring.
1: it really is. Yeah. It kind of goes back to our first conversation when you came to my house. We listened to a um, a recorded um, teaching from a world renowned um, elder yeah. named Joe T. Mm. And uh-huh. and the, the the theme of the, mm, right. the <laughs> transmission was, "Are you listening?" And that and she was saying to us that the Earth is asking that question of us right now, mm-hmm. and. Kind of what I hear you saying, Brian, in a way is is that maybe a big piece of this has to do more with listening than it does action. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, listening. You know, I mean, I think that we always learn more when we when we listen Mm -hmm. than when we talk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think we learn very much when we talk. But God, man, you know, when you listen, then and there are so many there are so many levels. On which you you can can hear, yeah, yeah, not just the not just words, it's not just music, but mm-hmm. it's the earth, you yeah. know, the earth is talking to us, you know, and um we 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 really should should pay attention to it it's this it's the thing I think that we probably lost mm-hmm. the right. most of is you know is our ability to do that, right. the elders, you know. They were able to do that. Our grandparents, you know, Um, our great grandparents. Yes, they were good at that. It's grandmother
1: medicine, Mm. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we are so intolerant of sitting with hard questions. We just Mm. need that answer, and (laughs) which is funny because
0: you know there are no answers. (laughs) (laughs) It's ironic, isn't it? So we're just shooting ourselves (laughs) in the foot, basically. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we do before we start
1: <laughs> I'm really curious about like um, you know kind of like reflecting on the pantry of stuff ingredients that we've got to work with in this podcast vision it's like how would you structure it what would you do from ground up yeah
0: the idea would be to kind of investigate the silence I think it's about listening and um so I, I think my, my best podcast is one where I get a chance to listen to, particularly since you're working with them to listen to young people. Like I would just, maybe I would just ask them, what is it that you want to know? And what is it that you want us to know? Mm-hmm. And what, you know, and I think I would just, I would go from there. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's really mm-hmm. beautiful. That's because awesome. we don't listen, man. We don't mm-hmm. listen. Just talking about it, listen. We don't listen to kids mm-hmm. enough. Right. You know, we try, but our lives are so complex and, you know, right. and, and we have so many things going on. Right. That, you know, a lot of times we we don't, we can't slow down enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like to really hear what it is they, they want to know. Mm-hmm. or. To get the knowledge that they have. Yeah. And so I, I think my my ideal podcast would be to just have the kids ask the questions mm-hmm. and answer them. Beautiful, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: What if Maya didn't speak out? What if Langston Hughes didn't write it down? And what if Josephine Baker didn't dance it out? where would we be now? What if Soldier never told the truth? Ida B. Wells never printed the news and Harriet never went underground. Tell me where would we be now? We are the ones you've been waiting for. We can change the world.
2: Conversation. Yeah, you know, conversation. I think that's. I think a lot of parents should have, teachers should have, you know, hear what the kids have to say. Like you said, yeah. Um, it ain't. You know, easy. maybe yeah. They have they have all the technology equipment around them that they they play on, and that's giving them some answers and and some some things. But it's also good to have a one on one, you know, or group session. Conversation yeah. you know, and hear what they have to say, and also hear have them hear what you have to say as well so mm-hmm. and uh this is something you know I talked to my daughters about, you know, and uh you know, just hearing what she had not just being a dad. You know, being your best friend. You know what I'm saying. So, and I want them to be able to express, you know, what they're feeling and feel comfortable telling me what they're feeling. You know what I'm saying. So yes. yes. You know, it's, it's it's you know, that's something. You know, my elders. You know, they would ask me, you know, what I've been up to, where I've gone, and and stuff like that. And then they'll start telling me stories about, you know, their their upbringing or who they listened to and stuff like that. What what they did to get out of certain situations or stuff like that or problems, you know, all that stuff, you know, that's yeah, right. But conversation is Indeed. a conversation is definitely important, you know, one-on-one, you know, you know, one-on-one or a group session, yeah. I should say, and family as well. I think that's very important. You know,
1: but while we're on this topic, I'm curious,
2: guys, if you look back at the formative stage
1: of, of your awakening as a, as an artist, as a music artist, as a, as a, as a, as a writer, is there something that that looking back you could have imagined an adult saying to you that would have made a huge positive difference? You know, what was never said to you by a parent, an adult that would have like, wow, that if I would have heard that when I was just discovering myself as an artist, that would have made a big difference.
2: Mm. Wow. <laughs> doing what you love, and, you know, and, that's and, what I was thinking, yeah. that's the one I was thinking, doing of. what you love, and the passion, you know, having the passion in it, and, in uh, uh, the, and the, and the business stuff too, you know, um, and, uh, definitely gonna go through some things, and, you know, just mm-hmm. keep pushing forward, you know, not everything is always gonna be, you know, smooth sailing, <laughs> you fall, you get down, you get back up and keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh and, you know, you also, you know, you write down things too, you know, a little journal or a little something, you know, just to look back at, you know, and uh yeah, it's kind of like a a puzzle, you know, feet pe- in the puzzle, you know, you put the right piece in the right spot, you're still trying to find that right piece to continue to you know,
0: extending that puzzle. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you just answered. I mean, that that would have been what I what I said too. Mm-hmm. I was really fortunate that <clears throat> two of those things. I uh, I was told um, one of them. My my mom, in particular, mm-hmm. um, she said, "You know, do what you love." Mm-hmm. You know, this was was her thing. She yes. was like, "You love sure. that? Yeah. You do it." Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that it's not going to be easy. You know, don't expect it to be easy. Mm -hmm. But, but if you're doing what you love, then, you know, that's the most, um, that's the most important thing. And the other thing, what, uh, was some advice from some older musician, you know, who said to me, get your publishing. Mhm. Always <laughs> make you sure that's right. <laughs> make sure you that's get right. your don't let anybody take, take your, your publishing, publishing. because that's your right. publishing is your pension. That's right. The people who have nine to fives and they work all their lives, yeah. you know, at the end of it they have a pension. hmm Your pension mm-hmm. is your investment mm-hmm. in your in your art. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know. And so I think I was lucky, you know, I was fortunate that uh, you know, the People uh, that you know, I was told those things as yeah. a very young person. Yeah.
1: What I so appreciate about the flavor of this conversation so far is that you know, to put it in kind of like native terms. I mean, we're talking about space holding instead mm. of being active and and imposing ourselves as more experienced artists, more experienced humans. It's it's like a about space holding, isn't it? And. My dream for the podcast would be to have enough magic, enough receptivity that out of the deep dialogue, out of the conversation, the young artist hears those things that they needed to hear at some point in their development. That, that there's medicine in that form. In our, re, in our quietness, in our receptivity, in our eldership, in our space holding, those pieces of wisdom just naturally come up from where they live underneath the surface to begin with, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: And what a beautiful group of people we've got to <laughs> do yeah. this, man. Yeah. I mean, watching you all on stage last night, I mean, all those qualities, receptivity, humility, deep listening, arising to the moment, Deeply skillful means bringing your whole self to the moment. I mean, it's like that was why that show was electrifying.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so. I yeah. think so. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I looked. I looked at the uh, you know the some of the the young people that were there, and um, you know, I saw how deeply involved that they were. I mean, they were so. They were like yeah. completely yeah. in the in that moment. You know, and they were like focused on everything that everybody was. Was doing, yeah, and uh, that to me is what I mean. That's what it's. That's what it was all about. Yeah, 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 and it worked. Mm, yeah. And as a person who kind of pretends to
1: be a musician, the thing that really is exciting me about really putting poetry and words forward in this particular mm-hmm. way is that is that the musical team that is collaborating with the poet, like like. My group did last night is we have to show up for every phrase for every word Mm. and it may change the flavor may change. It's so. Different than like, okay, we're going to do four bars of this, then we're going to modulate, then we're going to yeah. take the solo break and go back to the band. <laughs> you
2: know, <laughs> yeah. But you were right on it. I mean, you, you kept, it was the voice and it was the box. It's you kept exciting. the rhythm. You're good. You're, you're talking back and forth. And, you know, the guitarist yeah. was right there. In the, the you know playing Ooh. the it's yeah. his thing it's acoustic you know the Spanish from you know it was, it was, beautiful, it was beautiful you know conversation the was a of, thing yeah yeah you know, I, I enjoyed no, the that. whole thing was beautiful yeah <laughs> you know
0: it was, it was like was a vignette
2: beautiful. the whole the whole flow of the whole set yeah you know? I agree uh, it was great for me the the highlight
1: mm-hmm. in in our set was having the opportunity to back Gina Corneo up mm-hmm. in her so deeply personal and sensual account of the mm-hmm. pandemic mm-hmm. that her table was empty for so long. Mm-hmm. Her hallways and, and the corridors of her house were devoid of those conversations, those encounters that that show us love and our humanity. I right. mean, she
2: just uh, she you know, know. She nailed Her voice carried on, it amplified. No
3: doorbell to jump to. has been a long
2: Just, you know, gravitate to, you know, and this someone was talking about, what we talked about earlier with the black poets, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, how their voices amplified, and, you know, it was just like those certain quotes and things like that, you know, it was just like, you know, the the MCs and they had those certain, you know, the certain different exp- express- expressions and, uh, how you say, certain different, uh, different terms and things like that, that, you know, the youth, they're like, Oh, okay. Okay. You know, there's something, yeah, it's just something that's really cool to see, you know, the audience appreciate that and get it. And, and, you know, and they feel it from the heart, you know, and the way the poet expresses it,
0: you know, I mean, you know, and the thing is, man, that what you're doing mm-hmm. is something that, that we used to count on the school system to do. Right. Yeah, we used to count on the public school system to do yeah, that. Yeah. Like, kids found their inspiration in music. How many musicians do we know, you know, right. who picked up an instrument in instrument class, in, in, um, orchestra class? Right. And fell in love with that, with that instrument, whether right. it was a trumpet or a drum or a saxophone or a flute right. or whatever. Right. We don't have that anymore. Nah. So, where did these, where did the kids who gravitate towards those things, who whose souls need need that. Right. Where do they go? Yeah. That's right. That's so this good. is, you know, this yeah. is a service that, you know, I mean, yeah. we have to take care of ourselves, right? Yeah. We have to take care of each other. Yeah. And sometimes and, and try too, to
2: bring yeah. instruments into that community too, they, for them to, you know, to experience, to touch, mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. what it could do, that's to the pick it hands on that's it. it, you know, that's it. a horn, a keyboard, you know, turntable, etc. You know, that's, that's of against gets the that's against the, the creativity mind going and like, oh, okay, you know, All of it. yeah, it yeah. can be that n- first note, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's it, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because each instrument has a certain attitude and a, you know, a way of you know, bringing expression out of that that individual. So yeah, know true, what I'm saying? That's, right. that's right. So yeah. true. Uh, yeah, my creative process, through, well, through the years has been amazing. You know. Uh, uh, you know, I was talking to Brian, I was, we we were catching up. With the you know, because yeah. he's you know, to me talking starting out carrying, yeah. Man, man. Wow. You know, he saw me carrying my turntables with my wires back in the day. That must have been your mom's turntable, yeah. Table, it man, because they had mom's the plastic cover on it. That's right. right it, that's know? right. I didn't have no, no case or anything. Out, cables dragging along the day, floor. I was just this enthusiastic young young kid, you know, just anxious to get up on stage and play with these amazing musicians and I was just open-minded you know that was the first that I say being open-minded and uh you know just taking in you know and listening you know you know that's to me was you know enthusiastic you know because I was up there and on the stage with these amazing musicians and they you know they basically brought me in and uh you know, looked at me as another musician, and then helped me find my way. You know what I'm saying in the musical uh, text. You know, in the technical way I should say. Uh, and uh, like I said, listening. You know, and then just by doing that, you know, that's how I, uh, I evolved. Just you know, working with a lot of different genres. We started off with improvisational jazz and then went from improvisational jazz to uh, alternative rock, you know, and then from there went, you know, it was also hip hop too, cause I grew up, you know, listening to hip hop, but, you know, I just wanted my mind to expand and, you know, taking all the other, you know, ingredients of, you know, the, where everything was just, you know, taken from here and there, you know, as you, as you evolve and you're, you you kind of figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, you know, and, um, you know, through the years, just, just working with, you know, jam band, you know, uh, and to world music too. So, you know, and blues, you know, so I've been blessed and fortunate to just keep, you know, keeping my, my mind open and, Absorbing with, you know, with the, you know, the, all those musical uh, technicalities and stuff like that, as well as, you know, listening to some of the new stuff as well, you know. So, you know, we all learn from some, you know, take a little bit from here and there. And, uh, but, you know, on that end of that question, just, you know, keeping your mind, keeping, being open-minded, being open-minded and, you know, listening and, uh, and it's not it's so right to act, ask questions as well, you know. That's it, you know. Yeah, I would. I, you know,
0: uh, with no disrespect to yeah. other, you know, to any yeah. any others. Yeah, I think that one of the things that you said that you know that musicians, other musicians, you know, saw you as a musician is because yeah. you are. You know, yeah. you, you have a you have a musical. A musical sensibility, right. and when I say when I say no disrespect, I'm talking about other you know turntableists, you yeah. know, and and I think that one of the things that had always bothered me uh-huh. <laughs> about about people you know on the tables uh-huh. was that they didn't seem they, a lot of a lot of times they would put two things together that didn't mm-hmm. go. Right. You know, and it used to always bother me. I mean, yeah. You know, it's like, okay, no, that's not the right key or it's a little out of tune. Yeah, right. Or, you know, yeah. that's not the right vibe or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you were like one of the first people that that I heard mm-hmm. that like solved all that for me. You right. know, you had all of that, you know, yeah. you your your concept your your approach to it yes was was totally and you know a complete musical so you know yeah. there was no we couldn't help but play you mm-hmm. know with what you know along with what you were doing right you know because it was what we would what we were about right. you know it's what we were thinking
2: right and that was that was the influence from listening to those records Records like your records, Miles Davis records, James Brown records, it's it certain, all these, all these Brazilian records, you know, certain rhythms, you know, I was hearing certain things and I was like, I just kept, you know, practicing or listening to the music and, uh, just uh, kind of interpreting, you know, those sounds, you know, or find certain records with those type of sounds. And, uh, and I already like, already like knew the note, you know, so when you get into that, you know, that key, I was like, oh, okay, you know, let me, let me, let, let me bring that in, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. uh, and if it wasn't that, if it wasn't a, a certain instrumentation there, or a trumpet sound or a keyboard sound or an effect sound, I'll just try to manipulate that type of sound, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, just using my imagination and, and like I said, being open minded and creative, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think that the, um, In, in some ways, I don't see my, my music as having matured. Because I, I feel like I'm a constant student. Mm -hmm. I'm always a student. You know, so for me to say, okay, my music is here now, you know, it's here now, it's, it's, it's grown. I, I can't, I, I've never been able to look at it like that. I, I wish I could maybe Mm -hmm. sometimes. But I'm, I'm happy studying, I'm happy, you Mm -hmm. know, still being, being a student. I'm always learning something about music that I that I didn't know. I'm always learning something about my own music that I didn't know and my own capabilities. Yeah. Um and so it's always it stays fresh to me. I I feel like if I if I would ever think <clears throat> like, okay, now my music has, you know, has finally gotten to a level where whatever whatever level that is i I would probably be the saddest man in the world <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I'm just really you know i i guess my my the maturity i think comes in my resolve you know to to make sure that everything I do is new to me is new to me with the understanding that there is nothing here that's you know? right. So then what is new then about it? I guess the newness comes from the fact that I looked at it another way. Right. You know, I was able to get outside of myself and look at it in another way. That's why I you know, I've been I've chosen recently to work with other producers. Because and and you know, and other musicians and and Mm -hmm. other writers because my hands when I play when I when I sit to the keyboard, my hands Mm -hmm. go to the same chords all the time. Mm and I'm so sick of it or when I go into a studio mm-hmm. you know um, I'm going to go for the same sound I'm yeah. going to go for the same groove or the yeah. same motifs and you know yeah. and like when you work with other people that's not possible. Right. It's not possible. And I would never work with somebody who who wanted to work with me thinking that, oh, he wants this. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants that. No, no. Yeah. That's not what I want. I want you to take me out of my space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so when I work, that's why I love collaboration yeah. because somebody is always going to have an idea that I didn't think of. Yeah, You know, instead of taking that badly, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that because then we build on that, that's right. you know, and and, and in the end, it's something that neither one of us imagined.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a beautiful thing.
2: Collaborate and work with different producers. We, I'm gonna take it to like sampling. And stuff, you hear like certain castes taking your stuff and exactly and remixing it, but same, you know, taking it and putting in a whole different thing. You're like, exactly, I didn't know that. what you know, how yeah. to capture that moment, yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. And, you know, this one little yeah, snippet one time, time, you know, yeah. Wow. wow, I didn't even think of that, you, you know. know what I'm saying, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what keeps it all evolving, as well as mm-hmm. going back to the lineage of where the sample came from and knowing the origin and all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. Yeah.
0: The St. Disruption podcast recorded and mixed by Hamilton media design at Sidehouse records. You can also find more creative collaborations on all our major streaming platforms. Visit our YouTube channel for more creative content and video episodes of our podcast. service